G'day punters, welcome to the Mailbag Preview Show. It's the last Group 1 meeting of the season uh, at Eagle Farm with the Group 1 Taps Tiara. A couple of special guests this week. We've got a new host and we're introducing a new form analyst to the show. Uh, welcome, Lindsay, to the show, mate. How are you? Yeah, not too bad, Shane. How are you, mate? Going well. Uh, now, for everyone who's tuning in, Lindsay is the man behind the data at the Provincials in Victoria and has been working with uh, Jackson for a couple of months now, I suppose, if not longer. Um, yeah, and before that, and before that, we just had you just grinding away, just you know, producing the data and not doing anything with it. Um, so I suppose officially, welcome to the team. And um, yeah, tell us a little bit about yourself and, and what you do and how you go about it, just quickly. Sweet. Um, yeah, I joined as an intern probably a few months ago. Um, started off just helping Dico and Jackson, um, and then yeah, mostly just helping Jackson at the moment. Um, taught me heaps already, so yeah, it's been great so far. Now, um, on the rundown sheet here, I see that you are part of a Beatles tribute band as well in your spare time. Is that true or is that something that just Jack's thrown in here that he reckons you look like Ringo Starr? Yeah, a bit of both, yeah. In my spare time, yeah. Get on the, um, I don't know what instrument he used to play, but yeah. All good. Um, now, Pistol's on holiday and we're sort of planning that he won't be back because he's going on a European tour. So we don't really know whether he's going to make it back alive or not. So we introduced uh, James to the team, who's going to uh, take over some hosting duties, mate. Welcome aboard. Cheers, mate. Good to be here. A uh, little bit nervous, big shoes to fill with Pistol. Um, like you said, he may not make it back from Europe, so it could be the first of many. Yeah, indeed. Mate, I might as well just leave it to you to steer the ship from here. Yeah, perfect. No worries. All right, we've got uh, so up on today's show. We'll, we'll run through some of the horses to sale through their, their mailbag bloodstock. Um, Lindsay's got a few pre, pre, few races to preview at, at Caulfield, three of them. And as Shane mentioned, it's the last group one of the season, and he'll run through uh, the Tats Tiara for us. But first off, um, obviously the mailbag bloodstock, uh, we've still got a few horses for sale. One that I'm very surprised still there, the Maurice uh, Colt. Um, two and a half percent shares for twelve seventy. Still got a little bit to go in that. Um, also, Boss Queen, which trials soon. That's with uh, the Mar Ustis stable. Um, two and a half percent shares uh, in that one, sixteen thirty five. And Atlantic Way out with Gavin Bedgegood. I was out there with Dico um, having a look at his setup. A nice little setup he's got there. Um, That'll win a maiden, and that's a couple of couple of months ago, and that's a, a little cheap one if you want to get involved. Two and a half percent for three hundred and sixty-two dollars, as always. Um, if you've got any queries about the bloodstock, email Jono J O N O at themailbag.com.au, and he'll help you with it, help you out with any questions that you may have uh, bloodstock wise. Um, we'll get stuck into it. The first race we want to preview, or I'll, I'll throw over to Lindsay, is race two at Caulfield on Saturday. Sorry, I should have said before, before I started with the mailbag, I was putting um, Victorian metros mostly. Um, so I have a decent handle and um, more recently just focusing on the two-year-old, three-year-olds and the maidens, um, like Shane said in the provincials. Um, and two-year-old race is my favourite and this is a great one to preview. Um, the market's been a bit volatile this year with the um, two-year-old races when they open, um, when the markets do go up and late. Um, a prime example of that is here. I think she dances um, and Eros. Um, so when the green corporate went up um, last week, oh, sorry, two back when um, she dances 
debuted. She dances went up thirty four to one, and Eros went up um, a four dollar forty elect and was quickly backed into three dollars. Um, she dances won impressively on that debut at Sandown, but a bog track thousand meters led um, towards the rail, um, and now it goes up five dollars, and Eros goes up twenty sixes out to thirty ones. It has been corrected a bit now into eighteen, um, but I just thought that gap was still. A bit too big considering um, what they would have started last time if Eros wasn't scratched. Um, the wet track is a query again and they may scratch again, but um, I think that price differential is too big. Um, also, Thron Bone down the bottom, um, 34 to 1. It was a big race from the back um, at Sandown that day. And um, I think it's over the odds at 34 to 1. Probably not a race I'm keen to bet in at the moment um, because of the Caulfield track conditions that are a bit. Um, yeah, a bit up in the air at the moment with the rain coming Friday. Um, yeah, so, yeah, it's just a wait and see. Gennady um, does map well and is, you know, a well-deserved favourite. But um, there's a bit to play out there, and I think um, there could be an angle late. I think we've got Gennady there up on the screen. He was, he was dominant on uh, dominant on debut. Um, what do we think with, with obviously, it's obviously Ollie off, Prebolant. Um, yeah. That, uh, what do we think of that? I did see that. Um, not a worry at all. I don't think um, Ollie's riding at Caulfield on Saturday. Um, so, yeah, I wouldn't read into that too much. And I'm a massive fan of Brett Preble. Uh, one of the best, I think, when he's on song. So I wouldn't worry about that. And, that yeah, that Caulfield performance um, was excellent um, down the straight. And that's some of the best two-year-old form, I think, in Victoria, in behind. Um, comes through. There's Bubble Palace form lines there. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, it, you know, it, it quickened very well there and it's only going to get better um, based on its breeding. Yeah, map's perfect here, um, $2. It does it's map attractive. well, and I think with, with the, the rail true there at Caulfield on Saturday, um, it's always handy to be up on the speed. You don't want to sort of be in that back third. So, like you mm. said, it does map well. And, you know, for those that like to take the tomato sauce odds, uh, could be one to, to throw in some multiples. Yeah, that's right. Um, I also have some stats there. So, Caulfield... Um, just leading over the past, so this is year to date, uh, leading 14% strike rate, strike rate 6.49% in the green. Um, on pace, 12.7% strike rate, 14.88% in the green. Leading on soft, 15.4% strike rate, 12.04%. Profit on turnover over and on pace soft, looking at a 13.4% strike rate. 33.8% pot, which is huge. Sure is. So so just a, a wait and see um, for you on the day, see how the track um, comes up. A bit more rain in Melbourne, I think, over the next couple of days. So Yeah, um, Jackson's, Jackson Oldham's our weatherman um, at the mailbag mostly. Um, he said 100% chance of rain Friday, um, up to 10 mils. So it's a soft, soft six now, I believe. Yep. Um, so it could get any into anywhere into that heavy eight, heavy nine range um, with the rain. And as always with this guys, sign up, uh, sign up to the mailbag and join the app. It's that get the get the mailbag service. It's that last five minutes is that sort of last bit of um, betting advice that you do need to to make a decision on a Saturday, especially with a bit of rain around and the wet tracks. Uh, what we'll do, we'll, we'll we'll go off off Broadway a bit from the run sheet, and we'll we'll head over to Eagle Farm. Um, as I mentioned, the last group one of the day uh, the, uh, of the season, the Tats Tiara, and we'll throw to Shane. Yeah, thanks, mate. Um, yeah, like you say, the group one, Tats Tiara. Um, 
some going to be some very lucky connections here. They're going to get some black type, isn't there? Um, that's what it's all about. That's, that's the only reason we race, isn't it? <laughs> Looking at this field. Uh, let's have a look at the market. Um, Ana Vista has gone up favourite here, which is, um, you know, no shock, I suppose. It's, um, it's group one figures. It's got group one figures. Um, sort of expect it to be extremely hard to beat. Um, and then you've got, you know, a number of other horses, um, you know, around that. No, snap dancer, sorry, six fifty. Then you've got a heap of horses around that ten to fifteen dollar mark. Away game, Kiku Nudge, um, one that I like in particular, a tissue. Uh, we'll go into that a little bit further. Star Tonte. So yeah, you've got a five dollar favourite, six dollars fifty Snap Dancer, and then you know double figures the rest. Um, have a look at the speed map here. I put together a bit of a map just trying to work this race out. I think Vangelic and Snap Dancer are the two obvious. Now, uh, Snap Dancer's drawn gate 21. Don't think it really matters. You've got a fairly long run um, down the back there at Eagle Farm, and I think it'll work its way to sort of outside the leaderish position with Vangelic kicking up. I think Anavisto lands in a beautiful spot here. It's going to get to the uh, get to one off the fence, and then it's going to be a matter of whether a horse like a way game for laser pen sort of pushes forward. Um, and then you've got Shout the Bar uh, and a horse like a Tissue who has been sort of beginning a bit awkwardly previously but jumped a lot cleaner last time. And I think um, a, a similar beginning to last time and it's going to land in, in a lovely spot ahead of some horses that beat at home last time, which was um, Nudge and Kiku. We just have a look at that last start effort of a Tissue here. Um, this was a really slowly run race, this one. Um, uh, we saw the two Waller runners there, um, sort of lead and the outside leader, and then a tissue. Um, I don't think there's any other way of saying it, but it was just like it was the ride was so indecisive, and he's ended up three wide, no cover the entire weather. Stable mate pushed forward to sit OSL off a really, really slow tempo. Um, and then a tissue, you can see it out here, the widest runner in the straight um, making ground. Obviously, it was a slow tempo. Did close off third fastest last 200 of the meeting. I thought it was a pretty good effort. So considering it's going to settle in front of both of those horses that beat at home on last start, um, I think it's safe to say settling in front of them in this race and getting a much better running transit, that it will beat those two. Um, the horse to beat is Ana Visto. Um, now, we've got some footage of its trial here, and I don't know what – like, I don't know this horse well enough. Um, you know, I've gone through and f had a look at as many, you know, runs as I possibly could. But this is Ana Visto at Deegan. Now, for those that don't know the geography, Deegan is north of Brisbane. Um, see that big brick wall around the back there? That's to keep the people out. Um, as you can see here, here's Ana Visto travelling OSL in a trial here. Dale Smith's on it. Now, I don't – Queensland stewards don't publish shoe reports anymore, so I can't tell you if it had heavies on or race plates. But um, you can see here, he was – this horse was shaken up and she was asked to do a bit here. Um, I just sort of thought, looking at it, that for a $5 favourite in a Group 1, I'm, I'm, I'm in a dirty old trial at Deegan and I've been shaken up and asked to put a field away. Now, that's Alderman inside it. Um, Alderman would be conservatively millions and laying it confidently on the fair in a group one. Um, so, you know, you can see there that, you know, Dee Smith asked, you know, asked her to stretch right out and I don't know, just, yeah, she's, I hope she's a better racehorse than the trialer off the back of that. I, I mean, it I definitely doesn't scream back me in a group one, does it? Not, not at $5. Now on the data, her 1400 metre 
uh, figures are fantastic, particularly fresh, and that's exactly the setup that she comes in here. She's got good figures at Fleming and Caulfield. Um, so, you know, obviously the, on that data itself, you know, clip, you know, the horse to beat. Um, I've had something small on a one-by-two basis each way on a tissue. Um, I just thought that last run was really, really good, and you sort of go back and, and go through the field here and snap dance at a 1,400. Um, you know, slight has to be a query because she's going to have to be used up from the gate. Is it going to be strong enough late? And a Vista, uh, away game's got a bad map. And then I've got, you know, Shout the Bar, who's going to land in the right spot and be, you know, going to get the right map and be some sort of chance, definitely. But I've got a tissue landing in front of horses like Kiku, you know, Nudge, Brooklyn Hustle, like Strike Me Pink if it wins a group one. That's as polite as I can be. Um, written Beauty is going to be back. Yamazaki's, you know, hard-going thing that needs everything to go its way. Palaza Pan, Tricky Gate. Star Tonte is not going as good. Enchanted Heart, not good enough. Charmy Baby's map's nowhere near as good as what it's been its last two to, to repeat those two figures. Process of elimination, I just can't see a tissue, like, not finishing, you know, top three or four, or top four from the run it's going to get. And I think it's good enough to um, to improve that little bit further again um, to win. So I'm on I'm on her like one by two each way. I think it's the horse that's over the odds. I've marked it shorter than the market. I've also marked Anabisto like off the data and and the map shorter than five dollars. But I'm just not sure that I can back it off that trial. And you know, it probably comes out race day and pisses in, and you're not shocked and. As it gets close to jump time, you're still probably I'm probably still going to chop something at five dollars. Yeah. But I mean, I think you make a pretty good case. You've got Anavisto price, and then you've got a tissues place price, and they sort of marry up. So I think yeah. you've made a pretty good, pretty good case there for the, the one by two, one by three punters out there to to have a little latch. Well, I hope so. Um, yeah, look, it's a pretty it's a pretty low meeting. Um, uh, acceptances didn't come out until about three hours late. Racing Queensland must have been on the phone to trainers asking them to accept or something because the rest of the meeting does look pretty ordinary. But uh, thankfully, like every other Saturday in Queensland, we've got like Mackay, Rocky, Toowoomba, Gold Coast. We've, we've right, in your, right in your wheelhouse. Plenty of betting. Give me the provincials any day of the week. So I think what he's saying there, punters, is he's sign up to, to Curly's product on Saturday and you'll find you plenty of winners out wide. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't need to be... To the- yeah, sign up to the full curly because I'm like, where'd we back a winner during the week? We had a winner at Coffs Harbour. Coffs Harbour, we did. Um, back the winner somewhere Tuesday. Coming off a nice Bo performance. Desert, we backed the winner at Bow Desert during the week as well. Doombin, and, we won a shitload yesterday at and Doombin. And a fill up yesterday at Doombin. So everyone's uh, everyone on the curly product, their pockets are full. So sign up again and, and bet with the king. Talking about the king. Mate, I've got to run off. I'm going to leave you two blokes to do. Um, to do Melbourne. I yeah, can't wait to critique the rest of the show when I get back. Yeah, we, we look forward to it. <laughs> All righty. Thanks, Shane. Um, there's uh, Shane's Eagle Farm preview. So, as we said, it sounds, he sounds uh, very bullish there about a tissue on the one by two, one by three, one by three basis. So, and as we mentioned, sign up to the Curly product um, out wide um, is where what he's, what he's famous for. Um, what we'll do, we'll jump back to, to Caulfield now with Lindsay. The next race we want to preview there is, I'll just pull it up, is race six on Saturday. And we've got a 1,000-metre uh, yeah, scamper there at Caulfield. Over to you, Lindsay. Oh, yeah, sweet. So um, there's a few horses here. Um, 
that you can just pen straight away. They've reached their mark and they won't they won't be ruining this, I wouldn't think. Um, they would need to improve lengths. Um, the also I want to highlight here is um, inundation. Uh, is the market favourite at the moment, um, somewhere around that 230 mark. Um, very progressive horse um, via punting form. Um, you can just pen the debut run from it um, at Kilmore and trust the SP. Um, and the stable, so Price Kent, they know what they're doing with their youngsters. And I think straight um, away from that debut run, they, they tipped him out, didn't he? And he's just definitely come back a far better horse, this prep. Yeah, absolutely. And um, yeah, $1.45 SP into $1.35 that yeah. day as well. Um, yeah. They could have some sort of opinion on it, of it. Um, so you pen that, uh, as you said, tipped it out 133 days. Um, was a bit keen on debut there. Um, on debut, what do they do? Um, crossover nose band first time, this is settled. Settle the um, settle in a bit more. Um, goes out, breaks maiden class, um, the class figure by eleven point five lengths, which is almost he's unheard been, of. He's destroyed the, the class benchmark there. The last two, hasn't he? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's the thing. Um, just the sign of a progressive horse. Um, so if you told me a horse would break the class benchmark by eleven point five maiden grade at Mornington, um, you'd be like, yeah, city class horse straight away. Yep. Um, the definition of taking one slowly through the grades, um, next start goes to a 58, acronym synth on a Tuesday, uh, $1.28 to $1.22, apprentice on, um, wins by 3.3. Again, obliterates that 58 um, benchmark. You know, it's easy to do when you're the class force is him. Yep. But um, comes to town now, I think we're getting a good enough price to play. Um, Joy McNeil. Hops back on, um, and he hops off. Um, Starry Legend, I believe. Yep. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, Starry Legend. Sorry, um, it's got figures at this track and trip. Um, it's one of its peak is here. Uh, it's peak behind Entho is here, and it does map well um, on the inside from eight um, inundations outside. But I think Jai can cross. Get a card over sit OSL, and um, I think it's the one on the up here, and I think he can. Um, I think he can win on Saturday. And I think weighing everything that you've set up there, I think sort of that two thirty five, two forty um, is a very bettable price. Yeah, it can obviously, yeah, it can obviously win on Saturday, but I think we're getting getting a good enough price to find out. Yeah. Um, the danger for me, so uh, when I'm looking at this race, I've, I'm thinking Inundation has to run over Starry Legend, and it'll it just needs to hold out Squid Game late. Which um, hopefully with those track statistics I said before, um, we'll find it hard to run on from the back. Um, it does it does have the talent, but I'm hoping Inundation um, can just keep kicking over a thousand. And, yeah, and, you know if you did the stats on thousand meter back markers at Caulfield, you'd uh, pretty much be going broke, I'd say. Yeah, and I think like so, I mentioned earlier, rails true. You definitely don't want to be back there, um, back there on Saturday. So, you know, I think Squid Game at, at three eighty uh, is definitely unders. Yeah, and that um that yeah that replay of the inundation there at Mornington, um, pretty effortless. Um, the next start on the synthetic was um, almost more impressive than that. It hit hit the front, ears were pricked. Um, yeah, we'll see it here. Yeah, we've got him. Yeah, um, yeah so he just bowled around. Um, Fifty eight grades, so nothing in behind's good, but it's good to know the form stacked up. Seconds come out and one since. Um, and I think the form has stacked up from both of those starts, hasn't it? I think there's been a couple yeah. of winners out of both those races. Yeah, so that um that maiden uh, it 
at Mornington, second and third come out in one since. So um, it's, it's good for him. When he's hit the front here, you can see him. Um, Chadwick's really getting up him, and he's kind of still a bit green. The ears are up. He's a prick going across the line. So, um, yeah. Betting-wise, Lindsay, how do we play it? Do we, 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 we chips in inundation? Are we chopping on, on Starry Legend? Or, or, you know, for the punters out there, how would you uh, attack this one? Um, well, just looking at the prices, um, you can get uh, – there's 260 on the exchange at the moment. Um, the corporate's looking at about 240. Yeah, you can chime into that price, I think. Um, I think he gets found with uh, – he drops in weight as well. I just think he gets found by the market. Um, he's one with upside. Um, Sari Legend's sitting at 8 bucks. some corporates there, and, like, that's a choppable price if you yeah. um, are so inclined to do that. And same with um, – yeah, and Squid Game, I think you can – Either chop or maybe risk. Um, it's up to you as a punter what you'd like. No worries. Um, and the last race that we'll preview for today is race seven at Caulfield. Uh, yeah, so race seven Caulfield. Um, it's a bit of a tricky one. A few of these horses uh, have reached their mark as well. And they're, they're Saturday horses. Um, but, yeah, they need to prove themselves a bit more in this grade, I think. Um, Sam Image, I think, is a decent bet here. Um, does map well um, in that zone we talked about on pace leading. Yep. Um, a good start here. Uh, John Sadler, Billy Egan combined three times in their entire career. Um, their first time they ever combined was in 2016 at Menangatang in a three-year-old maiden. $2.10 <laughs> into $1.70 and one by two and a half. Ease down, ears pricked. So um, useless that probably, but uh, it's good to know. Uh, and they haven't combined since 2019, so um, partnering here. Um, hopefully, they can get Sam Image over the line. I think uh, it goes Logan McNeil, um, so 60 kilos to 55. Um, it has solid form of 1,100-meter uh, oh, Caulfield runs. It's had some good tempo um, and rated well off that good tempo, so I think it can stretch it out to 12 here. Um, crossing the line with It's Our Time. I think is good enough form for this, yep. um, especially Skywolf coming through that Sandown meeting where, you know, some of them had just rated huge. Um, and similar to the first, um, Curran's out the back. It'll have to run past Sam's image, I'd imagine, um, to be winning here. Pioneer River, more of just a straight horse. Um, Blazer Trails are probably the danger. Um, gets through the wet, um, gets Jai now, uh, good map. Uh, but I think Sam image is a great play at 20-odd um, to 1 one by three, um, and you can maybe have something small and current running on from the back too. Sounds good. Sounds like a play. We, we all love uh, we all love for a nice $21 winner on Saturday. Um, so that's all we've got for previewing the races. We'll just do a bit of a, a summary there of Lindsay's bet. So obviously Shane had to leave us. Eagle Farm, as we mentioned, the last uh, group one of the season there, the Tats Tiara. You know, he's pretty bullish on a tissue on a one by two, one by three um, basis. Uh, maybe even a chop out on on Anavisto that we saw the trial of, uh, but as we said, sign up to Curly's product on Saturday, and you will get the get the late mail there and, and know exactly uh, the great man's thoughts sort of five six minutes before before the Group One. And Lindsay, just go through a couple of your bets, and I believe you've also got a lay for the punters on Saturday as well. Yeah, um, so best will be inundation, um, just a progressive horse coming through the grades. Um, hopefully, Mapswell gets Jai. Um, Ticks in its favour. I'm no genius for finding a $2.40 shot, but um, hopefully you can get the job done for punters. Do you um, think it'll firm on the day? 
Is it, is it one that we, is it one that uh, you know everyone watching the preview show today on a Thursday that they should uh, chime into now? Um, yeah, I, I've half stakes um, fixed and half stake um, SP. Yeah, uh, that's how I roll half the time. Um, so you get the best of both worlds kind of thing. But yep. um, I think it will firm on the day with the with the map um, with the drop in weight with the figures coming through. It's a progressive one, and I think they'll find it. So that's our race six bet from Lindsay and race seven. How are we playing? Uh, race seven, I think uh, you can go one by three, Sam's image, and um, you can have something to chop or um, have a small result on Curran running on from the back. Um, and then in the last, I think uh, we can lay Sig Positano um, win and place. Uh, well, I, I will be. Um, win and place, laying win, win and place. Win and place. Um, I think it's a performance loss to start at Sandown. Uh, wasn't ideal. Um, heading into this, uh, Billy Egan to Michaela Lawrence could get buried the fence, and I think there are a few there. Even though they're better over further, I think they um, they can handle it. It's good in the wet, um, but hopefully those um, map queries can get a beat. Beautiful. So we've got a couple of bets in race six and seven, and and laying the uh, laying the favourite winning place to fire up your Betfair accounts, punters, and uh, and and lay uh, Lindsay's favourite there in the last. Um, that's it. That's it for today, guys. As I mentioned at the top of the show, um, still got a few horses to sell um, on the mailbag bloodstock side of things. So if you do have any questions, Jono at themailbag.com.au. And as always, um, download the mailbag app, sign up to the products on Saturday and get that late mail, get that last piece of information that you need five or six minutes before the race. Thanks, Lindsay. Good debut. Um, so it does. Thanks, James. Mate. Good debut from both of, both of us. Hopefully, um, I'm sure. Yeah, too, I'm man. sure the uh, Facebook chat group will, will give us some uh, feedback. feedback. Um, yeah, Shane will be Shane will be chiming in, no doubt. Shane will definitely Le- be ch- leaves early, but he'll still chime. Leaves in. early, Le- leaves us two rookies to to steer the ship, and then he he'll, he'll be the first one to to bag us out in there, no doubt. Unbelievable. All right, mate. Go well Saturday. Go well Saturday, punters. You got a few bets there. Um, good luck.